What's up, y'all? More watch. More we're watch. Back. Relax. We're back. We're back. We're back. It's still Black History Month. Still Black History Month. <laughs> and it should continue to be Black History Month going into March. Every month. Every month. April, May, June, June July, August. <laughs> <laughs> we are here in Strictly Bicycles in Fort Lee, New Jersey. We switched it up for, switched a, it up. for a special guest today. Special, very special guest. Yeah. Very special it, guest. I mean, since we're talking about Black History, we gotta, we gotta, we have to invite someone who's part of Black History. For real. John Cohen John. was actively making Black History. Actively, yeah, you guys. <laughs> actively, currently making history. That's crazy. Yeah, man. currently making history. When we first met you, we was just like, "Oh, what's up, John?" <laughs> super right. cool, super humble, and right. all that. Right, Good very guy. casual, very yeah. casual, very nonchalant. It's like, <laughs> it's like, but how do you introduce yourself? And be like, "Hey, my name is John." I own a NASCAR team. Right. Like, how does that happen? It'll be douchey. It'll be very douchey yeah. if he lay it like yeah. that. Word. It'll be mad douchey. My name is John. I own a NASCAR team, and you are <laughs> right. You are. Oh, you man. Okay. Little old black watch chat. Nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> now, nah, but welcome to the show. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Yes, Charles. yes. Um, so before we get into you, um, everyone, thank you for listening, watching the More Watch podcast. Um. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, SoundCloud. Am I missing any? IG, of course. IG, obviously. And once again, we're still trying to reach 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Once we hit that 1,000, we're going to give away a nice hammerhead bike computer. Fresh out the box. Brand new. It's not used. I didn't drop it. No chips. No chips. Might come with a case if you're lucky. The Mm -hmm. film is still on it. I didn't pull the film off. (laughs) This isn't something Hammerhead said, Chris, you can't return. You can't return. (laughs) It's legit. It's legit. legit. Um, So I'm Chad Bennett. You can follow me on Instagram at at Chad Bennett. I'm Chris, uh, a.k.a. Tron Rides on IG. It's Ock. Black Watch Cycling on IG. You know what it is. He doesn't have an IG. Uh, so yeah. every we do this. Oh, no, you don't have an IG. We do this every week. <laughs> and we always laugh at him because he doesn't have an IG. Don't worry about it. And then IG. the guest of all guests yes, today. John. John Cohen. You can follow me on John Cohen NY you know, on Instagram. Facts. Facts. Yes. Well, thank you for coming to the More Watch podcast. I love to just dive right in and talk about your 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 background. Can you kind of like walk us through how you got to where you are today in terms of your career? I'm, I'm from Jersey, you know, of course. Foxhall, but, you know, North area. Of course. So us growing up was a little different. You know, like I tell most people in NASCAR, like the first burnout I seen was at White Castle. <laughs> Donuts. It, it, was, it was different growing yeah. up for us than, you know, most people I grew up in NASCAR. I try to explain that to them. But for me, it was more motorcycles. Like most people, mm-hmm. I came up riding motorcycles, like William down 22, William down 1 and 9, racing wow. 21. Grew up with most of the redliners. You know, I, I was doing endos before most kids was doing. I mean, in fact, I, I fell endoing downtown North <laughs> <laughs> at a club night, trying to, trying to wild out down there. So trying to do it for the ladies. Yeah, so, showing up early '90s. So like, my first love was always motorcycles. And you know, as you get older, motorcycles seem to be. More dangerous. You, know, you, got <laughs> other stuff going on. you realize the yeah. danger of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so cycling became that same thrill. You know, riding, you know, two wheels was always a, a thrill to me. Yeah. So the two wheels end up being four wheels in yeah. NASCAR. So it all it all comes together one way or another. 
Okay. So, um, what was like your first introduction? Like, what made you fall in love with NASCAR? Like, what was that moment for you? Well, it wasn't it wasn't a fall in love with NASCAR. It was a we used to race in the hole late night. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody would be down in, you know in the hole, and we go on seventy eight and be bets. Like they block off seventy eight at nighttime, be one o'clock in the morning. So drag racing, motorcycle racing was like that first love for racing. You know, as far as cars. Yeah. And all my friends was either in jail, dead, or <laughs> you know, doing something else. And I try to navigate into like different businesses. I, I got to trucking, mortgage business. And then from there, it was like, all my friends were doing music. Mm. So I, I felt like I wanted to do something different. And I was in racing. So NASCAR kind of fell in my lap. Oh, wow. With a kid from Jersey that was running like a late model series, which is like the pop Warner of NASCAR. It's like the lowest series. And I was like, I can do this. So the next year I, I flew to North Carolina and oh, okay. met with like different people in NASCAR, like the the legends per se, mm-hmm. and they gave me the blueprint of what they knew. You know what I mean? It wasn't really no blueprint for anybody black going into NASCAR, right? Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I'm trying to change now. Facts, oh. facts, facts. So wait, so hold on. So let's let's go back a bit. Mm-hmm. So you went from just having fun with cars and bikes with your friends mm-hmm. to deciding to actually race on like the junior NASCAR circuit. I guess that's the way yes. to describe it. Yes. So how was it in terms of just getting the cars? So I'm pretty sure you had guys that can drive, right? Yeah. So when I first started on the, like I said, the pop one, they already had the cars. So I basically got into their team. And then when I went to North Carolina, I had to buy a team, the existing team that was already there. And from there, it was just a building process of of going from the middle highest series of NASCAR, which I would consider like the college football is they call Xfinity Series. Mm-hmm. So right now, Racing Cup, that which is like pro football. And okay. It's Xfinity, what I consider like um, like college football, like I said, and there's a truck series that I consider is like you know semi-pro football. Mm-hmm. It's all professional athletes, but it's just still levels to get to that you know the gotcha. highest level. Gotcha. So basically, I started three levels down at Pop Warner. Yeah, you know, yeah. And then yeah. worked my way up to you know pro football like anybody else would. So right. what was that journey like? Oh, back then in 2000. Eight when I started. Yeah, 2008, was, nine, right? It, it was different because it wasn't nobody caring about blacks, people in NASCAR. It wasn't nobody caring about, you know, like how, how my feelings was when I seen the Confederate flag. <laughs> nobody cared about, you know, if somebody says something smart to me at the track. You know, it wasn't none of that. But now, 12 years, 13 years later, it's a different feel when you go to the track. So, you know, throughout the things of life and what people see goes on outside of the world of NASCAR, it kind of transcended and how to change different you know values of the way people thought of you outside of the sport when i look at <clears throat> i don't i'll be honest i don't watch a ton of nascar but when i do to be honest <laughs> watch it at all <laughs> you know, i watch it because you, you like i used to flip through and then i'd watch the cars like fly around i'm like all right that's all i got like 10 minutes but when i do watch it and i look into the stands i see a lot of just one race yeah and it kind of doesn't make me feel like I'm welcomed if I were to be there. Like, that's the feeling that I get. Is that the feeling when you're actually there? No, so when you're there now, it's, it's like 50 to 60 black pit crew members. So when you inside the pits, it feels a little different than outside. I mean, of course, it depends on what track you're at. 
Like you could be in South Carolina, it can feel one way. It can be in LA, feel the whole. Right. It's like yeah. when you really think about it, you go to an NFL game, right? Yeah, yeah. And you go to like the Giant Stadium sometimes. It looks like a NASCAR race. Yes. Yeah. You know, especially what I mean? in them upper yeah. tiers. Yeah. You yeah. go up there, yeah. yeah. it look the same. Wow. It look like, like it looked the same. So I compare like when you go to like a Charlotte football game, it, it don't look any different than you go to NASCAR. Yeah, that's it's true. Just, that's true. It's the same demo of people. You that's know? true. Like we don't. We we watch football, but do a lot of us go to the games every week? You know what I mean? Compared yeah. To another demographic. So. I mean, shit. Knicks games be like that too. That's <laughs> that's yeah, true. But basketball is a little different. Basketball is, you know, it's us meeting us. You see the faces of, you know, right. personalities of, of, the, of yeah. the basketball player. Yeah. That's true. Football, you don't see it, and NASCAR, you don't see it because we don't have anybody representing us as far as a driver besides you know Bubba Wallace, which he represents us. As color, but wait on, on the pro on the pro line. Who, who how many? How many? Uh, uh, it's black one, drivers are there. One right now, Bubba Wallace. Yeah, just and, Bubba, right? And Roger Carruth is, is coming up through the truck series, so he's another. He's from DC, so yeah. he's, he's the first kid from the inner city. Okay, coming his way up uh, in, the, in the higher series. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to know, right? Like when we talk about getting people into cycling, it's like a sell, right? Like we're pitching it. Yeah. So like, what's the pitch? When you're like, yo, come with me to this this Indy 500 event. Believe it or not, a lot of people never been to a NASCAR race, so they want to go just to see what it is. See what it's like. Just to experience yeah. it and all that. Yeah. Once they go, like, to bring people, you know, from Nook to the, to the to the races, and then they be texting me like, yo, did you see what this driver did? I'm like, you watching the race? No, he's <laughs> like, three weeks later, like, yeah. you know? so once you go, it's like you you like it. It's just that getting you there to understand because those cars are way faster. In That's person what I hear. Than, than it is on on uh, you know, TV. TV is like way different than what it is in real life. That, they say that about hockey too. Yeah. You Recently, know? um, they had a, a, a. I'm I'm sure, you know, different hirings. I forgot the guy's name. I think his name is Brandon. He's like a the VP of DNI. Yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah. he's a Clark Atlanta alum. Yeah. So I mean, That's they're, my classmate. NASCAR the the. The actual organization seems to be trying to make change. I see pushback and all that, but yeah. they have a new development team. I saw some uh, some young black faces like coming up. How has the change? Has it been? Is it just as of COVID, like everything else, or are they really serious about this push? So, um, it it really started after George Floyd, mm -hmm. right? When when George Floyd that happened when he passed away when he was killed. Let me say passed away when he was killed. Um, NASCAR took a stance on getting rid of the Confederate flag, getting rid of, you know, certain demos of people that didn't feel like black people deserved to be in NASCAR. So they like, we don't want you as a fan if that's the case. So from there, the, the, what you, that department you're talking about is Rev Racing. They've been around for a long time. Rev, yeah, yeah. Diversity yep. department. They've been around uh, for about 10 to 12 years. They're getting more, like Chevrolet came on board with them. Um, they're getting more of a, a, a push, you know, as being a better team. So you can develop more black drivers. Throughout the years, iRacing, which is an internet where you can learn how to drive a oh, real race okay. car, has helped a lot of kids in the black community. Like a simulator? Like mm -hmm. a simulator. Oh, that's so, dope. So it, it's easy to, before you couldn't get kids of color into racing because one, you had to have a two-parent household. One, having a lot of money bringing to the track and... And when I say two-parent household, racing is a lot because you got to, if you have two kids, one would have to stay and the father would have to go out far. The you know, traveling and all the traveling. Yep. This you get in the simulator, you know, you race and you race against other great drivers and you learn how to drive a race car just like anybody else would just learn on, on, on the track. 
Wow, that's that's reminiscent of Zwift. Yeah, same thing as yeah. Zwift. Yeah, it's like Zwift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same concept basically. Like yeah. Yep. So I guess the only thing that they would have to get. So even if you get your skill up, yeah, turning, cornering, that sort of thing, it would just be getting used to the G forces. Yes. In the car. Yes. That'll be the only real shift yes. that they would have to make. Yes. So that would be the biggest and and learn. So the difference between NASCAR and Formula One, real quick, so you understand is. The drivers have to know all the mechanics pretty much of the car. They need to tell the crew chief what's wrong with their car when it doesn't turn. Most mm. people think these cars just go around the track, you know, and they go in the circles, but it's a lot with the circle because they'd be like, well, you got to need to have a bigger engine. Well, you got to faster the engine. If your car don't turn, mm. you don't go around the track. You know what I mean? So it's like, if, if, if you're going really fast, you think it's two cars going together. One has a bigger motor, one can turn. So you can go down the straightaway really fast. And then once you get to that turn, you got to slow up because your car yeah. don't turn. Right. And that other car can be slower and it get to the turn and he can be able to turn faster. So he's passing the car with the bigger mm. motor because right. his engineering skills on that car is way better. So right. everybody think NASCAR is just turning. It's, it's a lot of, just like cycling when we, we ride, it's a draft. Right. Yeah. On the Talladega, it's the same concept. You got to, the draft make your car go faster. Yeah. The draft That's crazy. Fuel. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So when, yeah. when we transform the cycling, the second guy, the third guy, don't have this, don't have to pedal as hard. Sitting back the there, pretty like, like yeah. yeah. So yeah, the same thing. And then when you when it's time to go, the guy in the second, third on a bike just they like ready. a race car, pull out has more, has more power. Yep. You know? so can, yeah, yeah. So it, it's a lot of things that correlate together with that. So when well, we had a good chance last summer of going to the Indy 500 track, okay, which is massive. Yes, yeah, insane. That was crazy. It's, that was crazy. It, is, yeah. it is a sight to experience. <laughs> Yo, we didn't get to see the race, but when we were there, we looked around like, oh, oh. like you <laughs> right. can't see the entirety of of no. the whole facility yeah. in in any one spot. Like no, you can't you see everything. Really got to be like, all right, here's my view. Yeah, and this is what I'm getting. And I'm here. It's that big. Yeah. Talk to what it's like on the ground in the pit. As the cars are going, like for for our viewing audience to give them a feel, because like you said, right, like watching a basketball game on TV is different than being in the garden on Christmas or being in the garden when (laughs) you know Steph or LeBron, sorry, Knicks, relax, 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 have like killer nights, like you know what I mean. (laughs) So I mean, at the track, everything is fast. You think about the pit crew changing tires in ten seconds, four tires, gas, ten seconds. Some of us can't clip onto our bikes in 10 seconds. Word. It's just fact. So Word. Just about, like, uh, to do that in 10 seconds, cars going 200 miles an hour at the big tracks like Indianapolis and Daytona. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a different feel when you see those cars going that fast. Yeah. yeah. Together. So just think about you going down the parkway, the Garden State Parkway, right? And you're going like 85, and it's traffic. And at the most, you might be around 20 cars. Mm-hmm. At the most, right? To be huddled around you. At a racetrack, you got 40 cars at 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Tight. Tight. Yeah. So, so just think one mistake. Yeah. 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 So you got to really be up on your craft to be a NASCAR driver. I, 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 I don't mean to say like I have old friends that grew up that was not doing the best things growing up, you know, and they call me like, yo, I'm the best driver ever. Like, yeah, <laughs> Snatching up in their sex. I know what you're talking about. We used like, to be like, popping them Hondas. He like, yo, I'm the best driver ever. Let me put, like, bro, it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> you're not driving a, 
uh, CRX. <laughs> all the dudes, all the dudes who, who, was, who was in Jersey driving, all of that back in the day. That that was the claim to fame. Like they yeah. were the best drivers yeah. ever. But yeah, yeah but know, that was sure. what a Honda Accord, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. RX7, RX, yeah. and, and the 300Zs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. right. There's the best drivers ever. <laughs> right, right. It's, not the, right. it's not the same scenario. Right. right. Speaking of that, though, um, uh, so I was reading that. Regardless to, to the amount of danger you could possibly be in, those the, the actual cars are, are super safe as far as, you know, things they put into it after um, uh, Bro died on the track. Yeah, uh, so when Dale Earnhardt, Earnhardt passed yeah. away in 2001, that pretty much set a safety because he was a, he was, he was, they let, he was the legend of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I wasn't in the sport, but I remember being in Newark when it happened mm-hmm. and had... Cause most, I tell people in NASCAR, Dell Sr. was like, even though he was in NASCAR, he was still a lot of people in the hood respected him. Yeah. He was like a legend to mm-hmm. us, too, because he was like one of those guys that was a tough guy in that sport. So when he passed away, it, it, it sent rumblings throughout everywhere. They wanted to help fix that. So they, they came up with the Hans device. Because when he hit the wall, his neck snapped. snapped. Oof, oh. Because of yeah, the force. The yeah. force. So now they... In the helmet, they have a thing that. Oh yeah, yeah. Almost like the, like the horse collar. Yeah, yeah the horse collar. Oh yeah. To the helmet, so it, it stops the force of your head. Yeah. Jerking like that, so you know that was one of the major things that stops accidents like that. And then NASCAR comes up with different chassis and different center sections every year to, to improve on safety. That's but dope. That was, and, then, and then tracks too, because when you hit them walls. Just think, you can have the safest car, but you can hit a wall and barrier can be hard. So yes. they safer barriers as well at the tracks to get more, you know, to get safer out there for That's the what drivers. it is. I mean, I, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I would say out of all the racing sports, I think NASCAR is pretty much the safest. Besides really? Indian form, and Formula, Formula One, okay. Yes. Yeah. I wow. think it's the safest out of all of them. Um, Harlem Skyscraper, I was there and I was at the curb. Yeah, right? at the turn. At the turn. And when they were coming around at 30 miles an hour, I was like, oh, I got to move back. Like, yeah. Because you felt all that. I felt yeah. all of that. <laughs> and that's 30 miles an yeah. hour. 30 <laughs> miles an hour. And it just makes me think about, like, what is it like to have uh, that, that first row seat at a Daytona or an Indy? Like, what's that like? So I never sat in the stands. Ever? Never. I never sat in the stands. So I don't know what it feels like at Daytona to go by at that. But I, what I've heard is it's like a jet going by, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it will it will pull you. Pull you. you wow. stand in the right space. <laughs> it drag, drag you so down, down, down the stands. That's how. Wow. If you catch the right, you stand in the right place and the car is going down at 200, it will drag you down, like, wow. down the stands a little bit. Were you guys usually like um, owners or, or? Yeah, we have a pit box. So it's like a big box that we sit on that we look down, you know, mm-hmm. okay. when the car comes to pit. And, our engineers and crew chiefs all sit up there in the mechanics. That's how we work on the car during the race. So I have a question. So let's step back a bit because I think your journey in this uh-huh. is what's yeah, interesting. Yeah, we got to get on right? that. Like, so you went from the Pop Warner, mm-hmm. which was they supplied the car. You know, you just had to identify athletes to drive. Yeah. But how did, talk to us about how you move up the ranks. Like, is it a big financial commitment? You know, like what were some of the challenges and things that, you know, looking back, you were like, man, I wish I would have known that, I, you know? So me coming up the ranks, yes, it's a big financial commitment. And two, it's sponsorship, just like mm. cycling, you know, yep. it, it transforming the same. So when it, when it comes to NASCAR, sponsorship takes about, you know, to run competitively about $20 million a year. 
Um, wow. And that's every race to be competitive. Ooh. That's what the big teams get. Yeah. Um, in the recent years, it's come down to about 15 to be competitive. Um, for me, I didn't have any alliance with any until two years ago with any manufacturer. So I was out there in the blind, like trying to figure out how just tire pressures. Right. Mm. You, you would think like you know how, like when you cycle, like tire pressures, everything as well. Like, yeah. 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 Eighty, hundred. That that changes. Yeah. 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 Changes everything. It's the same thing with tire pressures, with qualifying, and how you qualify, where the tire pressures need to be. So it's a lot that I didn't know that I, that bigger teams could get right. at the time that make it easier for them. Mm. So back then I had to qualify in all the time, you know, because that's the way the rules were. So it was harder for me. So I missed a lot of races. Yeah. A learning yeah. curve was just crazy? It wasn't a learning curve. It was no curve at all for me. It was like a cliff. Like, you know where like, you don't. Yeah. It was like, I, I'm, I'm jumping in the NASCAR. I went down there. I learned. I didn't. I stayed down there for a little while learning the car first. Mm. So I didn't want them to tell me what this needed because I want to I wanna know myself. Right. Because yeah. I don't want anybody just telling me anything because that's what yeah. happens. You know, people will tell you, oh, this is why the car is not fast. This is why the, now I know why the car is not fast. I know why certain things don't happen while my car is not, you know, performing well. In the beginning, I didn't know that. Gotcha. Like the littlest things you wouldn't think, just from how you wrap the car. Yes. Like if, if certain teams wrap a car a certain way, it makes it faster. Yeah. Like all the sponsor graphics yeah. and all that? Yeah. Like if you wrap it a certain way, the way what? you wrap it, is, it, it, it can create downforce on the car. Yeah. Mm. It, my it, mind blown right now. Yeah. You know the synergy between this and cycling is insane, uh, right? Yeah. Because it's like when you wear a looser jersey yeah. versus like one of those tight fit aero jerseys, yeah. right? And it, this will be more akin to like when they're doing the hour record with, on the TT bars where now they have kits where they'll make the, the uniform, but they'll put aero properties on. If you're only going around left, They'll put arrow problems oh. only on the left shoulder mm. and how it angles across the back based on how the airflow is going. So this makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, it's, it correlation with like cycling and, and- Like, how did and, you find that out though? Like, you know what I mean? And, like, and, oh, they wrapped my car wrong, so I, I, lost, <laughs> you know, I lost a half a second. You know, rumors get out there of, of you know, different designers that design cars, like, hey, this is, and you start looking at the, like you really take the a, some, a competitor car and you zoom in and you're like, and this rap is a little far up than than where it needs to be. Like wow, and you're like oh, that's a little thicker right there. And then they wrapped it twice. Sometimes you get caught, you get fined because you, you uh. go you, like you can't certain things you can't do. You know, gotcha. you, some things you it's cheating going on. Right, gotcha. you know, that's cheating. <laughs> some teams do cheat. Right, you know, and and they until they get caught. Right, and then and then you can't do that no more. Right. Got you. When I, so then they say it's not cheating until you get caught. And That's then a it's a rule to, to fix that. But right. it's, some teams know how to expand on that. Yeah. Stepping that line, yeah. that habitual line, stepping to you. That's tell me that's crazy. Yeah. So all y'all were like decals on your bikes. You slow. Yeah. <laughs> when you um like keeping with the journey, like um after when you were moving up. At some point, you had to make a, a purchase, eventually, like a card. Oh, I no, I, I made the purchase in the beginning. Oh, for the yeah, beginning? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When I first oh, so got in. so when you were doing Pop Warner, you purchased, even though they supplied the cars, you purchased your own car. No, they already had it set up, so I came in and, and bought gotcha. it Gotcha, so you, team. like, bought the team. Gotcha. Oh, okay. That team. Gotcha. It was, that was light. Okay. Those cars are cheap. But when I got to the cup, when I got to that next year, I bought that team, an existing team that was going out of business. Okay. At the second level of NASCAR. So let me, let me make sure I understand. So you came in, you did Pop Warner for a year. Yeah, a year. A little over yeah, a year, maybe. Yeah. You went down, you learned, 
educated yourself as much as you could. Yes. Right. And then the next year you were like, you saw an opportunity yeah. and you went up. So, so with that move, I knew I can, I knew enough people to get sponsors to, mm-hmm. to go to the next level. So, um, my man Bond, I, I had sponsors, but I, into next year it was like fading out, like going into that. So um, Von Smith was one of my friends. He was at Cavi at the time, you know, and Cavi and Macy's came in and mm-hmm. helped me get going that next year and mm. nationwide. Nice. That, that helped catapult me into the next. Nice. When you're when you're pitching to sponsors and partners, uh, can you just kind of talk through like what? What's the approach? How do you, like, have those conversations? Because it's got to be like, wait, what do you do? Wait, what do you want from us? So, so I want to tell this before we, we, like, when it comes to sponsors, yeah. and this is the, if, if, you know, CMOs, black CMOs, we have a, a blueprint of a lot of black CMOs now. And yeah. A lot about CMOs. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, what my gripe is, just to be honest, we cycle, right? Yep. And if you just say if you had a team, and, and a cycling team, Black Watson, y'all was going you're doing crit racing, you went for sponsors. A lot of black CMOs that's in that position now look at it like, that's not for me. But they don't take it like it's a lot of black people that cycle. Yes. It's like it's a lot of black people that watch NASCAR. Yes. Yeah. Same story, bro. Yeah, same huh? story. You, you talking, you, you, you're you're triggering me right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you're triggering. So my thing is, don't look at it like, just because you don't do it, you don't think it's cool that it's not a lot of black people getting into it. Tiger Woods, I mean, I played golf when I was young. You know, Tiger Woods wasn't, it wasn't cool, but somebody saw the vision. Mm-hmm. The trend, look, golf now for, for black people is second nature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I was doing before I got into cycling. Yeah. I was playing golf. Yeah. I mean, and I, so I played football in high school. So my golf, co- my linebacker coach, and I played at Union. So, like mm-hmm. in the 90s, we was powerhouse. We was the number two team in the country as far as high school sports. So, my linebacker coach was the golf coach. So I played golf in high school. I had golf scholarships. Wow. Nice, so nice, nice. It was always, I always like to do something a little different. You know right, what I mean? like, right, but, right. Yeah, but I had golf scholarships in high school. And That's I used to dope. hide my bag from people. Like, you play golf? What you, know, you doing with those? Football and golf. I used to hide in the car, like, hope you see my bag. Right, right. And now they play more golf than me. Right. Like, all the people right. I hide it from, you know, and they right. laughing, like, you playing golf? I'm like, and now all Now look at them. Right. It's right. the same thing with cycling. Everybody yeah. like, cycle with the pants on. And yeah. I'm like, how them pants fit? Right, right. Because right. <laughs> they out here now. They should be doing the outside. Yeah. I'm not never wearing a suit. Oh, we're, I, 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 you could get the Oslo yeah. suit? Yeah. No. It takes time for everybody to transform, but, yeah. you know, just people just need to see representation. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, yeah. Is, um, is, is Grambling one of your um, biggest sponsors still? No, so Grambling was, I went to school there. So yeah, okay. The, so the HBCU League Pass was, um, we did collaborations with, um, a lot of the um, schools. Okay. But I wanted to do Grambling first because that was, you know, that's my own Definitely. Idea. But I did Grambling, Morehouse, Norfolk State, um, Stillman, and a couple others. You got to do Clark Atlanta, man. I was going to work on Clark Atlanta. Man, but you got to do Spelman. I, man. Don't worry about uh, okay, no CA. Okay. Okay. <laughs> over to Spelman. Uh, I, I used to go to the, you know, the AU Center and Clark Atlanta was like, my first stop, you know, there. Of course but, it is, yeah. you know. Of course it is. There you go. Yeah, shout out to Brandon um, Thompson. Uh, Lou, that was one of my classmates. And he started at NASCAR, like, really early. And even for me, when I saw that he went there, I was kind of like, 
okay, like ain't nobody at NASCAR, so let's see how this works out for you, Brandon. You know, I like, like that's not, not that vision. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like to see where he is today and what he's doing, and now just to to know you and see what you're doing is amazing. I think yep. it's really dope, and it just shows the progression of the sport yeah. of, uh, of 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 racing. So, so when Brandon got in, like Terrence J, they was all interns. Fred, all, uh, like all of them was. Wait, intern. Terrence J too? Yeah, he was an intern in NASCAR. For I did a long not time. know that. Wow. Yeah, he had got like that's one when he came out of um at A and T. A and T. Interned yeah, at, yeah. at NASCAR. Yeah, that was one of his first starts. Wow, that's crazy. So I just want to take a quick step back. Sorry, when you were talking about the CMOs, uh-huh. right? oh, yeah. and, and really yeah. trying to get them yeah, to get understand. Yeah, please. No, no, I, yeah. I really want to peel back the layers on that yeah. because that can be the difference between. You know, like you potentially having an opportunity to win and just barely competing. Yes. You know? Yes. So for me, like I tell CMOs now, before I I could understand why you don't want to spend money in NASCAR. But NASCAR is different now. Yeah. They're trying to test more demographics. When Chevrolet came on board with me, they came with a diversity angle with me. But as I got with them in the last two years... I noticed they're into equity. They 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 said, "Hey, look, we're going. You're you're you've been in the sport a long time. Nobody's helped you. We're going to help you get to that point where you need to be on a diversity angle. You know, we want to support mm. diversity. Right. But the people that's in Chevrolet said, not only we're going to support diversity, we're going to support equity. When I say equity, meaning they gave me all the tools that I need to be equal with every other team. They treat me like every other team right. in the Chevy ranks." Like it's that's what I up. can't get with any other team. That's why I support Chevrolet so much because nobody else, when, when you come to companies, say, all right, I'm, I'm part of diversity. That's a check. Yeah. You know what I mean? But equity is a whole nother angle. Yeah, like it you is. Say, like, I'm going to check my box and just, hey, put you in there. But if you're not helping us to stay there, what's the whole point yeah. of helping me with diversity? Right. That's been our message. I mean, we don't have a Black History Month series, but that's kind of been what we've been mm. talking about every <laughs> yeah. episode yeah. of Black History Month, which is... They don't see us as partners. Like yeah. a lot of brands don't truly see us as partners, which you're determining is equity. Yeah. It's more so like they want to donate, i.e. check the box yeah, and then totally. be like, oh, well, we gave you X. But it's like, yo, but I'm not on the same level as... No, they just give you a, a stool. Yes. No, give, let's let's give a, a, a prop up to, to level you to exactly yes, where everyone else is yeah, at. Exactly. Yeah. That's what Chevy did. Yeah, Chevy Chevy did that. And yeah. most brands won't do that. They'll, they'll, they'll just... They'll just do the the minimum just to check the box and say, oh, we did this last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we did that, that last year. But no, we, we 13% of the population and we spent 50% at your company. Yeah. Right. So how is that even possible? Right, right. How are you right. not spending more? Yeah. Like, like we 13% of the population and we spent 50% of That's wild. Of yourself. Of your right. revenue. Right. Your right. revenue. Right. Like we, we, don't, we don't matter as to, to give us both. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. The respect, the, the whole, everything across the board. So, so who, I'm sorry, I just want to give him a chance to yeah. shout out all your sponsors. Since we're talking yeah. about the ones that, yeah. you know, like who, who, who are some of your major sponsors? So, so, um, the ones like you want to celebrate the, and uplift? The HBCUs, um, Puma came in. Heavy okay. Heavy, um, uh, Chevrolet. Um, th- those are the ones right now. Puma okay. And Chevy yeah. and one of the HBCUs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because as I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, man, at this point, this should be an, another John at... On the race, on the mm. on, on the race circuit at this point, right? I mean, so it's when I started, I was the only black owner, and I'm still the full, only fully owned black team. I won't, I won't sell my team out. I'm, I'm being candid. I tell everybody that my team will always stay all black. 
New York Racers. So 100% racist. of the ownership is yeah, by black. black owners. It's about black ownership because I wanted to be give down to my, I just had a son, give it down to him. Yeah. A lot of people, when they come in, they might not, they look at it like as a business and they're like, are right, we going to build it up and sell it? Yeah. No, you're talking legacy right yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, no, nobody's sold the Giants. They still own it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. You know, and most of the, 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 um, the teams that you see in the, like professional teams, if it wasn't controversy, they still own it. Yes. You know yes. I mean? Like the Yankees still own yeah. it. Mm. Right? Yeah. If it wasn't controversy of some sort, they would still own the team. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So I just want to make sure I have my team is around, just like the Petties, just like the, you know, Hendrick Motorsport, all the big teams who started, and they didn't sell out. They wanted to keep their team for themselves. So what is that like with MJ? So Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan started the team with Denny Hamlin. So he owns. So Pat, he's a partner. He's a partner with Denny Hamlin and one other guy. I can't think of his name. That okay. Part of him with the Charlotte Hornets. Gotcha. So it's me, Michael Jordan, um, and that's it. Gotcha. That's it. Just two of you. Some other people that you know. I'm not gonna say the name. No, I'm with you. But it's more of a licensee deal. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. And and you're saying the difference between you and MJ is that, you know, again, nothing's wrong with how MJ is doing it. But you're saying your your team is 100 percent black owned. That's amazing. I I told NASCAR the other day. I'm like, you got Michael Brad Doherty's been in the sport a lot. He's a part. Brad Doherty too. Oh wow. Before I was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was a uh, minority owner when he first. He's been around the sport though yeah. for a while, yeah. right? So I wanted to actually say about Brad Doherty when I first got in, I, I would call Brad. He yeah, would be somebody I could lean on for just to vent, not advice. I'd be like yeah. venting to Brad. Brad's like, you know, I understand. You know, Brad was cool about that. Um, but Michael Jordan, I mean, I, I told NASCAR, I said, look, if it wasn't for athletes in the sport, who would you have left? Mm. Me. Mm. I'm the only non-athlete owner in the, in the sport. Right, black, non black, right, right, black, right, 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 black, right. non athlete owner. Like I wasn't a billionaire. I came up like right. through the through the ranks right. of NASCAR to be at the cup level. So that's amazing. I, I, and how do they respond to that? Because that there's power in that statement you just made. Right? When are they gonna tell your story? The, the, it's not them telling the story. It's me telling my story. Yeah, you know what I mean? love and, that. And, and and that's why you're here today with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of times you hear stories about. Different people, like I can't think of her name, and I excuse me for that. That sat on the bus before Rosa Parks, you know, just yes. stories like that. Mm-hmm. You hear later on, like fifty years later, it was more people involved with yes. different things that yeah. wasn't televised or wasn't right. wasn't told to us, and we find out later, and you'd be like, wow, you know. So I want to tell my own story when it's time. There it is. Yeah, and it ain't yeah. time yet. All right, yeah. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it just makes me think, like with cycling. You know, like at this point, man, like there's got to be an, an another legion. There's got to be another black-owned cycling team. Yes. You know, like we have, you know, like Bahati and methods to winning. Um, and then you have Legion, but then it just kind of stops. Yeah. You know. More of us need to be in that ownership position. Yeah. yeah. But John's message is, yeah, okay, fine. You can start at Pop Warner. You do need some finances to even get started. Yeah. But to really elevate and compete, you need sponsors. Yes. And John's message was around the importance of the CMOs understanding how important it is that black people, viewers, participants, yeah. whatever the case may be, that we are there, we're, the audience is there. So this isn't like you're just donating a few yeah. million dollars. It's like, no, this is actually a good investment. Yeah. Sure. Did yeah. they position it as like risk? Sometimes they like, when they hand you something, they, they almost position it like, okay, I'm going to give you this. We're not quite sure how this will work. 
You know, it just feels like a little test run. Yeah, a little test run. Like, like you yeah. understand the budgets of some of these companies. You talking about like some of these budgets, marketing budgets be three billion dollars. Yes, yeah, and mm. we getting right, like right. A, so, so yeah. for you to get like five million dollars is like to them giving you a half a penny. Yes, <laughs> right. You're talking to the chief marketing. Like, it's not yeah. somebody on their yeah, staff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I gotta go up. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, a lot of times the money go to media dollars, so, you know, and that's why you see um, By- Byron Allen, you know, had his big mm. thing about media dollars, how black companies wasn't getting their just due as far as media dollars. Right. But there's nobody out there speaking for, like me, of just due, of how, you know, because I, I, honestly, I had a, like a, a disagreement with the people at Cola Racing. Like, I'm, I'm like, and I didn't have them directly, but I have talks with other people. Like, how is Coca-Cola not support me on, on levels where we spend the most money? And that's hmm. what it came back to that. Same thing. Like, Same but, thing. But if I start going out there and, and, and you know. Broadcasting it. Them, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Then, yeah. Yeah. then it messes then up any message, opportunity. Then right. it's like, oh, now you want to react to it. Right. We really have to go out and. Wow, so sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. It's the same, bro. You know what? You know what's powerful about your story, John. And to be perfectly honest with you, before we met you, I knew nothing. Uh-huh. I'm, I don't watch NASCAR, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, but meeting you and these guys were already on it. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, like yeah. they, they were already on it, and they were like, "Come on, Chris." I'm like, "NASCAR," you know. So then I actually started researching uh-huh. as much as I can. Google about you, mm-hmm. find out about you. I was on it, like mm-hmm. just a study, right? What I love about your story and just sitting with you today is that all throughout black American history, you've been there, mm-hmm. right? You go back to slavery time, there was a John there. Yeah. You go through reconstruction, there was a John there. Yeah. You go through Jim Crow, the fight for equal rights, civil yeah. rights. Yeah. You gave the example of Rosa Parks yeah. and the young lady that was before her, yeah. there was a John there, yeah. right? Like, so, you know, for us, where we sit, cause we just really came into cycling in 2020 through COVID. Mm-hmm. But having you and hearing your story continues to amplify that much hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, just. Right. I mean, it's changing. Like you said, like, you know, like we are making incremental steps. But for you to have been doing this since 09, bro, that's what, almost 15 years now? So I, I, me, me and a lot of executives, I don't want to put their names. No, I got you. I'm with you. As close. And I, and I really break it down to them about different things about me. Right, and I tell them like, for me, like my family was slaves. Yes, you know what I mean, like my last name Cohen was a slave name. Like, yes, I had Jewish slave owners. Mm-hmm. Go back to Charleston, South Carolina. Yes, my grandmother was from Albany, Georgia. My father and my mother, my grandmother's from Albany, Georgia. Albany, Georgia was the part before Selma. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was a sheriff Pritchard. You know, yep. that was there. That was heavy on. Locking black people up, beating them up, and letting them go before the press and before anybody. Yeah. That why that that's how they. That, if you watch the movie Selma, you're like we have to change what Albany did to get it across. So Albany right. was like the test ground before Selma hit. And my grandmother was like close with that Martin Luther King. Like she, like I got pictures of my grandmother Martin Luther King at her house. Nice. Wow. You know what I'm saying nice. like just just there like trying to figure out because it was a church called Mount Zion, mm-hmm. and at the time Reverend Grant was the, was the minister at the church, so him. You know, um, Martin Luther King, all of them you know, came up with ways of trying to get voting rights in. And it's my grandmother. Yes. You know what I mean, I, I, I explained to And this your them. granny who can cook a meal yeah, for you, right. sit <laughs> down with, you know? So let's go to my father. My yeah. father, too, couldn't, eat, you know, uh, use a bathroom. You know, that's the same white people couldn't drink from the same faucet. So all, all, you know, 
this is my father told me. This is not, you know, this is not it's like, like four, this or, five like four or five generations. Right. This is my father. Right. My brother, right, was a cop in Springfield. If you look, my brother, Walter Brooks, right? He heard his captain say, he was the only black cop there for years, for like 20 years. His captain said, um, the best thing about Ireland was no respect to Jews, right? You heard him say that. He, he, he like came at him like, hey, what'd you say? They start getting into, they start putting rats, bullets, everything that's locked. He had to sue the police department in Springfield, wow. you know, and, and get the captain out. This is my brother. I had right. to explain to him, like, this is, you, you know, like, you, the fight we have to go through, yeah. you know, just being right. black right. in America is different. I said, right. and I explained to him, I don't mean to go off this way, but no, 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 no. Go, no, no, man. Yeah. This Please do. Yeah. There's not one generation of black Americans that haven't fought or had some type of threat to their life every generation since we've been in America. Yeah. So, you know, when I go to track sometimes before, you know, a couple years ago, I would be in arguments with security guards because I'd be walking and all the owners go one way and the security guard would be like, no, you gotta go that way. And I'm like, we have laments, owner, you still gotta go that way. Hmm. I'm now, I'm arguing with him, like ready to, right. no disrespect to my, you know, like to the, to the sport, but I'm ready to fight. Right. Yeah. And then, then, then NASCAR security comes over and then, you know, because the security at the tracks is different than NASCAR. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, so different. you're traveling, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yep. you know, you get certain people in certain areas that don't respect you right. being black. Yeah, no right. care. And, you know, you're a fresh brother, so you you coming through. Yeah, and I'm... Swaggy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Swaggy, so like, you know? So they're looking like, what are you doing here? You don't look like, like you an owner. You see my lanyard, yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> so I, I even had discussions with NASCAR, like, maybe you should just change the color of the laminates. So all our lamps are the same, the colors. It just says owner at the bottom. Yeah. From like, it could be a, a mechanic to a what's the name. Right. So I don't get into a situation where right. it's right. going to be on the news. And it's a little small thing like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. The, the smallest things. Smallest things. Smallest things that help me not be on the news. Right. <laughs> do, they, do, do you talk to them or do they tap you to be like, hey, John, let me get your, your, your ideas on some things. So they fired up like that? No, but I, I give it to them. Yeah. I, I give it to them. Just like I tell them about like, um, how they're trying to get more of a black demographic, right? And Bubba Wallace is the representative demographic. But I explained to him, like, you got to push all the black drivers, mm, whether yeah. they're the lowest series or the highest series, because black people just don't go to, just because you black, they going to like that person. Yes. Right. It's like in basketball, people like LeBron. They like Steph. Everybody, yes. we, we see something in that person. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and you just depending on every black person to like, Certain drive. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. why it's multiple players you can pick from. Different personalities, different, different playing personalities. styles, yeah. everything. Stop so forcing like, Bubba on us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but again, Bubba's important. He's Bubba's important. Yeah, it's like Lewis but, Hamilton, yeah, right? Lewis, like Lewis is a little different. Lewis is Lewis. Lewis is from overseas, and he's in a sport that's highly popular right now, as far as excitement. Yeah, you know? F one. Yeah. F one is. F1 racing is not better than NASCAR racing, but the environment to go to an F1 race is sexy. Ooh, I love uh, F1. Yeah. Milan and all that type of I, stuff. I, I yeah, love well, F1. Milan is different. So F, Le Mans is a totally different series. That's that's the that's a race that they have every year. It's 24 hour race. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So Formula uh, Formula One. See, most people think Formula One and Indy is the same cars. Yeah, no. You know, NASCAR. Oh, nah. So it's it's like Le Mans is a totally different car. It's, a, it's an endurance race for 24 hours in. <sighs> Oh, you know, it's like us yeah. riding 400 miles yeah, race. It's like yeah. a 400 mile bike yeah, race It's out, just a different yeah. I'm good, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be ready to go after a 5 hour trip Yeah so 
but for, for Lewis Hamilton, he kind of was able to bring pop culture into Formula One with the people he was around and escalated what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Bubba has not been able to do that in NASCAR yet yeah. because he don't, he's not friends or doesn't have the same relationships like Lewis Hamilton. Gotcha. Swiss Beats ain't bubble friend. Right. <laughs> is that is that something that that you want to do? Like bring more of us to the sport, it's, it, whether it's your drive or whoever it may be, or your, your pit crew, all of that. I just want to bring our culture to the sport. Nice. I was getting yeah. ready to say like that's what's really yeah. needed. Our mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. So I, I tell people like, and they, most people like, you know, black people ain't going to NASCAR. I'm like, black people ain't go to Kentucky Derby till it's fly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it. So, now. Look at it. Yeah. Black people want to go to Kentucky Derby. Word. They yeah. want to go to Preakness. They, they want to go dress <laughs> up. Yeah. Dress. Yeah. All yeah. that. People who not even from. Preakness and Kentucky Derby years ago. Right. Couple hats yeah. and some brunches yes. and all that. People we all that crazy. We, yeah, we in Kentucky yes. all of a sudden. That's real. <laughs> yes, yes. And the, nothing's in Kentucky, but we find out we're here for a race that's 10 seconds. Right. 10 seconds. <laughs> Two days, 10 seconds, we out. Because every time we touch the culture on something, it always shifts and it the, like, the popularity of it increases. And for me, it just blows my mind that. Uh, like large corporations don't see that. I think they do. They do that, but they don't. The problem is, they a lot of co- corporations are playing safe now. Mm. They be they getting their jobs. They fight their way to get that job, and they get there, and they don't want to lose it. Just being safe, and then they end up losing it anyway. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you, right. you, you ain't doing nothing, and you bet wrong. Because <laughs> we because we, we talk about this all the time. The, mm-hmm. the same the, this subject matter, but like. It's not a, you're not necessarily going up against that corporation. If you only see that CMO, if you only see a VP, that's who you're going up against, just yeah. that one person. So yeah. if their mindset is a little off or different, then it's like, oh, yeah, that company is trash. Like, no, nah, I think that person is trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could just be that and, one individual. You wouldn't believe how these corporations work. Like, so the chief marketing officer still makes the decisions, but they give the money to the agencies. So the agencies get most of the money, and you mm. got to get the agencies to kind of, Go what you're doing. Yeah. So now you got it, two fights. It, it's like trying to figure out where the money at. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yes. Yeah. That's the biggest part. Like a lot of people think the money, like they think like like Verizon has the money, but it, the agency has the money already, and they know what they what they had the plan. The marketing. Do the marketing agency. Yep. So now you got to convince the marketing agency, and then they got to turn around and convince the brand. So you got to do two steps. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to do two steps. And so how insular is like. You're, you're with Chevy now, mm-hmm. like, say you're like, okay, this sounds like, or it feels like this relationship with Chevy is ending. I want to now go to Ford. How insular is it where, like, someone at Chevy could say, uh, John's cool. He's all right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, they, they wouldn't say, teams have moved manufacturers. But for me, I, I told people, like, somebody, like, how the conversation came up was Deion Sanders, you know, like mm. that whole oh, Jackson yes, State. Yes, yes, leaving Jackson State. I, I was kind of upset when he first made the move to be a candidate, you know. I was too. Yeah, I was yeah. upset. Um, and then, you know, you see the things like, well, what have you done for HBCUs? Well, I put a lot, I, I paid for half of the cars to go into traffic, I, you know, mm-hmm. not even the schools I went to. Right. So I got, I think I can make an opinion. I think like, and I don't mean to go off again. No, no, I, please, I, please, please. That's what you're saying. I think, I think Deion should have left a, a longer blueprint Jackson State. That's my opinion. Talk to him, John. Talk to him. That's just my opinion. (laughs) Um, So with with companies coming into what what we're doing, they don't understand, like, how much we can change. 
And, it, and, 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 and when I say like Chevrolet, Chevrolet know I can change the sport. So, and they, they enlisted in me and saying, John, we gonna back you to the end of time. No other company would do that. So I wouldn't lead. That's why I said- I see what you mean. And to, to Dion, he saw Colorado and was like, you know, the gold over there, I'm gonna go. Colorado might get rid of you in two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chevy's already proven to me they here with me forever. You said the equity huh? play, like that's yeah. that's yeah, all the important. Equity right play is, is important. And, and, and it took you how long to get to this, to get to this way with Chevy? Oh man, I only got to him two years ago. Wow. Yeah. And honestly, it, it wasn't because it was kind of my fault. Not I mean, no, let me take that back. It wasn't my fault. It kind of was not me being aggressive with different companies. Interesting. Describe this aggressiveness. What do you mean? Meaning by like. Before George Floyd, I'd like, I never said I was black in NASCAR. I just wanted to be an owner that happened to be black in NASCAR. Mm. I didn't want to be like look, looked at as being a diversity player. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I seen that all box these, check again. Yeah, and then I seen everybody who wasn't part of diversity getting money that I should have got years ago. Right. And I'm like, how are they getting money? They're not even diversity. Right, right. they're not even. <laughs> how, are they, how is that a diversity play? And they're not even, that's not even diversity. So yeah. that's when I changed it. Like, I want, I want my, 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 I want my money. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. You're saying diversity, you, I, and now I don't mean to say my, my money from Chevy. I'm no, saying, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're giving out. Yes. Yep. You want an opportunity out. and you want to have access to those resources. Yes. Right. That's a fact. Yeah, I want yeah. what you're saying you're doing, what you put on paper on a newspaper that you're going to help diversity help black owned businesses i want my just do what you're saying out there and you know you know what you're saying that john is great because the three of us we play off each other really well uh -huh. right like our personalities are similar but there's some where places where it diverges yeah. drastically but we do come together in that same thing we're all about pushing mm -hmm. like we're going to keep pushing you and even with our existing relationships we push and we lean mm -hmm. and we push and it becomes uncomfortable at times, yeah. but we do it because we're trying to do following your footsteps. So Ex to speak. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You don't know it, yeah. but you're creating a nice wake and a nice draft for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting you it. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm part of a uh, urban racing school. It's out of Philadelphia. It's a STEM program. And it's, it's been around for 25 years. Chevy Lay has been a partner of them. That's how I got connected directly to the higher ups of Chevy. That's why I was able to have real conversations with them. But for me, it's like trying to get more kids of color into NASCAR. Okay. And not as a driver, as an engineer, as, as yes. a- Any place in NASCAR, on NASCAR the business has side. So yes, that, yes. That we can get into that we can't get into the NFL. Cause we don't know anybody in the NFL to get into PR unless you you, you know you have a, a in. But NASCAR is ready. Like I said, Terrence Jay was an internship. Mm. Right. Random yeah. internship. So NASCAR is the only sport that's more accessible to get into. So on the mechanical engineering side, the media side. Yeah, the media side, PR side, yeah. business side, C-suite side. It's right. so much stuff that you can come as as verticals in NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because NASCAR is now showing up on HBCU campuses during, like, career fairs and career day. Yeah. They're doing that stuff. That's your I work? Think, I mean, that's my work and Brandon Thompson's work. I yeah. Mean, he's... he's but I'm the I'm I've been highlighting HBCUs for a long time, you know, through NASCAR. But you know, when I first got in, but for me, it's it's more or less now they see the value of HBCUs. That's what's up. That's crazy. We're talking like billions of dollars that these marketing departments have, and it's just kind of like 
they're just holding on to it. Well, John is saying they're not holding it. They're they're put like so it goes from the company to an agency. Yeah. Then the agency becomes that gatekeeper. So now John is saying he has to make relationships on both sides. Both. So so you you'll look at it like this. It'll be uh, they'll have a certain budget for the year. Like all right, we're putting this to media. We're putting this to diversity. We putting and a lot of times they don't even know where to spend it because a lot of companies don't go at them to see where they can put it. So a lot of times the money goes. Back into the budget. Right. Right. And they might spend it somewhere else because yep. they don't yep. find yeah. Like, oh, well, we didn't use yeah. this line item. They will yeah. lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. A lot of times that happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like when they're like, oh, we don't have budget. And we all like roll our eyes on our eyes. But that means that it isn't allocated. So, John, like, what, what should folks like us be doing? Right. Like, how should we, what can we take? What lessons can you? share with us in terms of, and we'll, and we'll probably, we'll let you do a closing statement because yeah. I know we've taken a lot of your time That's and we appreciate yeah, you having fine. it. But like, what, what kind of things would you say that we could do to help us get closer to getting the sponsorship that we would like? Because we, we have aspirations of having a race team. Yeah. As what, because we do a lot in the community and stuff like that. We want to marry the two things together. Having, you know, uh, early I mean, what development What y'all doing is dope. I, I commend y'all. Like, Thank well, you. It's not a lot of black cyclists and one, it's not a lot of you guys, you know, putting it out there. Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't, you fail, people fail to realize it's a lot of black cyclists out there. Mm -hmm. A lot of celebrity black cyclists. I remember at one point, like, Ray Lewis was riding a lot. Yeah. 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 Usher. Yeah. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Reggie still rides. Reggie still rides. Reggie still rides. Reggie tries to get after it. He's racing. Yeah, he's racing. racing. But, so cycling, you know, is competitive. So once you, if you're a competitor, once you start going out there, it's like, all right, I'm I'm competing, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, you have that same you know competitive level. So I can see why Reggie right. loves it so much and Ray lo loves it so much. Is you out there and you start riding, you're like, damn, right? And it, and I explained to people like they were like, well, this hill, I'm like that hill never gets easier. <laughs> you just get stronger. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. You know, right. As you get faster, right. that hill gets harder because right. now you pushing yourself. Yeah. Right. So. I tell people that's life. That hill never gets easier. You yeah, gotta, you gotta keep. You get faster. You are gonna have to still get faster to get up that hill, no matter what. That hill always gonna be there. Yeah, trying to get a KOM yeah. now, yeah. all that right. like the yeah. turn. Yeah. yeah, it changes. You might yeah. beat that next person, but you still, you know, racing it yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's life. You always gonna racing it yourself. Um. So what what do you see as the the the, the cross section between NASCAR and American Criterium Cycling? Like, mm -hmm. so um. A lot of NASCAR drivers cycle, believe it or not. A lot of people, like, you will see, like, during after practice, it, it's like 40, 50 guys go out and ride heavy. Really? See, yeah, the president of NASCAR, Steve Phelps, rides. He rides heavy. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, me and him did the grand final one time together. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, yeah so, he, like, he, he rides heavy. Jimmy Johnson rides heavy. Between NASCAR and the crit series, it, I, I would say the demo is similar mm. as far as fan base. Um, I would say it's similar to the fact that it's, not, it's only one black team out there representing, you know, and representing the culture, you know, leads in trying to get more black people into the sport. And it's just something that both both sports, black people just never got into. Like, as kids, we all rode bikes. I had to think yeah. about that. Yeah. I was driving, I'm like, it's like 10 miles from here to here. I, I, I went from like, I was I was like in Boxall and I drove over twenty two. I'm like, yeah, it's like ten miles. I'm like, I used to ride with him on a bicycle. And not think twice. Not think twice. I'm like, man, it's ten miles. I'm like, wow. Yeah. But I mean, for us now, like, you know, it's nothing. But a lot of kids ride bicycles. 
And I think for a long time, generations of kids stopped riding bikes and came back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think it might be easier for uh, like a cycling group to get more kids into cycling because now I see a lot of kids into bikes. It was like at least 10 years that I, I haven't seen kids on That's bikes. That's true. Yeah. And like you see a lot of kids in Harlem riding bikes and kids in Jersey. Yeah, yeah on the wheelie bikes. Yeah. Wheelie bikes. yeah. yeah. Kids wasn't riding bikes for a long time. That's what it felt like. Like, like. I never see kids on a bike no more. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, they, they ride up to like five years old and that'd be it. Yep. Yeah. And then now you see kids everywhere riding bikes. So yeah. that could help out, you know, a lot of times now to, to get kids from doing that to doing something, you know, competitively. You know, like riding, I think once they get off, the Willie bikes and start riding a you know a road bike and seeing how fun it is. Yeah, that might you might start getting more kids. You know, yeah, yeah, stuff. and that's why Harlem skyscraper is so important because it's right in it's right in the heart of Harlem. Yeah, you know, and Marcus Garvey Park. Yeah, yeah, and the kids can can experience because like you said with NASCAR, once you out there. You see that you feel that energy. Yeah, it's different. And those kids, they could just be on the sideline watching. But the the point of it is, you have to make it. You have to position the race yeah. to be in that neighborhood, yeah. and it takes a lot of support from the the major brands to say let's and not let's not let's not risk let's invest in placing a, a race here in this neighborhood so the community can see it and the kids can say you know what I saw Justin or I saw Bahati. Or who is that? Yeah. Or you know, my buddy's brother is yeah, he races too. Yeah. yeah, he's out there. You know, with Bahati and Justin or whoever the, yeah. the person is. Yeah, but you know, like and, that's, and John, that's sort of the, the fight we've been fighting is trying to get brands to 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 do those things because mm-hmm. you know you placing a, a a gravel bike ride in the middle of quite frankly, white America yeah. isn't isn't really helping the community much, you know? Like, these road races... to expand the so, sport so, either. So, yeah. did, did y'all do the, the, the Rafa ride? And, uh, was that... Yes, in Bentonville. In Bentonville? Yeah, we in did. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we were there. there. Yeah, we were there. The CMO of Walmart was there, like, yeah. riding heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, that's how you connect your, your dots right there to show, you know, like... Yeah. He rides, he understands it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's that's how you connect the dots and yeah. like that. Yeah. Y'all supposed to connect with him while he was there. I don't know if y'all did or not. No, we didn't. We did not. We did yeah. not know who nah. he was. Yeah, we we saw the son, <laughs> the brothers, the brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah the brothers. We chopping up with there. them heavy. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, I mean, people like that understand the sport. That helps with your progression of, of moving your, your needle forward. On That's right. Creating. A, 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 yeah. I like that jewel. Yeah. I like that jewel. There's always an opportunity yeah. to connect. That's what you, you just have to know who's in the you room. Would, you would be surprised, especially on 9W, how many people. You know, right there is considered trillionaire row. Yes. Yeah. Trillionaire, you know what I mean? Yeah. And half those people out there, not saying half, a lot of those people out there cycle. Yep. From LG to um, Smith, all those companies out there, like a lot of those people cycle. So you'd be surprised who you see out there, you know what I mean? Like riding. It's, like, it's almost like a golf course similar. Yeah. 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 So you're yeah. trying to say we need to be out here with you more. That's what I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I mean, forgot where I was at. Yeah. <laughs> they were out of town. They were out of town. Yeah, for sure. But Aqua's like, yo, they be, they be moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah they was moving. That, it was, I, I was an off day, too. Oh, we now. All right. I was, it was fun. No, he was moving. I'm just saying, I was off. Oh, you was off. Okay. I was off. Yeah. That's what I love about cycling. I love about cycling is like, I don't know if we would have even been introduced to you if it wasn't for cycling. Yeah, yeah true. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a, the beauty of the cycling community is that, like, literally you can meet people from all walks of life and you share this one common thing, which is, like, two wheels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't doesn't matter what color you are, where you come from. The one common theme is y'all y'all love cycling. Yeah. Because I, I first bought my, my road bike from Strictly here, right? 16. And I was bigger. I was, like, three-something. And... I was riding and I would get dropped everywhere. In fact, my first ride from here, I went with Imani Tuma. No. Oh. <laughs> he, he took me in the park. And he, I tell him to this day, I'm like, you tried, you tried, you tried to break me. <laughs> like, we were going to the park, it was a big hill. And by the time I got to the hill, I was like, CJ had to come get me. You know, but like, I'm like, He's like, I, I never knew it was your first ride. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's to <laughs> right. So to this day, I, you know, me and him always go back and forth, you know, riding because I'm right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to break him on. Yeah. Right, right, you know? right, right, and right. Then one, 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 uh, last, but two summers ago, I dropped all of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then like the he trained so hard, I can't keep up with money no more. Like, right, right. He trained so hard, like that pro level of competitiveness yeah, yeah. came out yeah. that so bad. Yeah. <laughs> He, he was like so mad. He didn't so like that. He came back and it's like, Imani's back Imani. Like, yeah. Like, he <laughs> he so back mad. in football shape? Yeah, back in, he lowered in football shape. He lost all his weight. So now I'm back on it. Like, all right, this winter, I'm going back in, right. the, in the bag to train hard to come back for next summer. Yeah. Speaking I'm, of that, your, your schedule's crazy? Like, during yeah, this I time? Mean, so I travel on Tuesdays um, to, you know, to my shoppers in Charlotte, all the NASCARs in Charlotte. I do a day trip, and then I, in the weekends we go to the racetrack. So, three or four days out the week, I'm not in here. But like, we have bikes at the track when you ride mm-hmm. you know, Peloton. I try to still try to get it in. I like the Peloton better than you know a trainer. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't. I can't. I can't do the Peloton. No, but the Peloton make you stronger. Talk explain about, this, John. Let's hear this. Let's explain hear this. Because you on your bike on the trainer, so you only gonna go a certain distance. It feels like it's a lot, but you could turn that trainer on uh, the Peloton up to 100 or 90, and you can you you can get more resistance than you will on it. Make the Peloton weight make me way stronger than than uh. It's worth, yeah. Interesting. It's worth. I'm gonna have to try that next. Because he's basically I'm saying try like, as you know, Alpe is really where you get the resistance because the yeah. steep, steep. Right, yeah. But he's saying it don't matter at any point in time on the Peloton. You can just turn it to ninety, yeah. And you're already like having the equivalent of resistance as going up Alpe. Yeah. And plus, you on a, a bike that's not gonna break. I'd be nervous about on my own bike on the on the West Bank. Oh, like, torquing it, trying to yeah, put yeah. oh, the weight down. I got an aluminum bike for that. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I get every time I focus on the Peloton, I get way stronger than I would. Mm. On, on I never thought about it like I'm gonna that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. That's so. gets me strong. I'm going to yeah. try that. I'm, I'm down to try anything to, to dust somebody yeah. this summer. Except for, uh, <laughs> 45 minutes on the ride in Peloton. Because I don't go off of there. They'd they, they be like, well, go resistant to 45 to 55. I'd be on 68, you know, right, 67. Right, right. Yeah. Or, uh, or I stay between my resistance on Peloton between 55. And then if I stand up, it stays at 85 to 95. Right. Yeah. You know, I right. just, I, I stand up, I twist it hurt before I even stand up. Right. Yeah. And I go to 85, 95, just standing up to get that resistance. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. To mimic, like, yeah, you're going up that climb. Yeah. 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 Oh, y'all got yeah. different yeah. tactics out yeah. here. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now I can't wait to see you in these yeah. streets, John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, 
you kind of brushed over, but I think that's amazing to talk about your 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 weight loss journey. Yeah. Like, talk to us about that in more depth and how you felt and how you are feeling. So, COVID was like, I, I lost like 100 in COVID. Wow. Because COVID was like, I was able to, COVID was probably the best thing for me. Like, just being in the house, not going out late. Sit down. Going out, it Sit had, me, down. had me every day waking up at 6 a.m. working out, then work <laughs> out again. Because you had nothing else to do. Yeah, right? Nice to do. You know, like, you, you had to go to the store, eat right. Like, for like, I was just so focused. Um, Youssef, that owns PRX, I don't know if you, mm. he's like a, his, he had online classes, working with him, and then I had lost weight. Then I got back to cycling, because I left cycling between 2016 and like 2018 and COVID. Two years I stopped cycling, because mm. I was frustrated. You know, I, I kept getting dropped, and I was like, I'm tired of this. You know? And then when I got back on a bike, I was fast. I was like, I, I'm back on my bike. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm good now. Right. So from there, I just, I'm back to cycling again. That's what's up. Dope. Dope. Man, this was fire. It's fire, John. Appreciate Thank you, bro. Yeah, Appreciate man. I, Thank you. I'll spit the name of the team and oh, let everybody know where you can find him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even full. I mean, New York Racing. Right, it's on your shirt. It's all right. We're going to have the graphics for it. What's the website? Instagram. NewYorkRacing.com. And my racing team at at Instagram, Twitter, all the socials. Yeah, we'll grab them. You want to shout out your driver? Driver's Greg Griffle. You know, he's a NASCAR legend. Um, He's a, probably the fifth most underrated winning as driver in mm. NASCAR. I consider never won a championship, but he came back to race for me just to help me build the team. Oh, that's dope. Nice. I came with Chevy. So he's a good dude. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you, man, Thank so you. much. Thank you guys, man. This was an honor. So I'm, I'm with it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Meet up, at, <laughs> meet up, meet up at nine, right? Like, like we'll meet up at just nine. Just expect. Some things you just expect. Yo, go and get that babysitter, bro. He's like, go ahead and get that babysitter. Go ahead and call Chelsea Auntie. Oh, yeah. Call Chelsea Auntie. We'll see what we can do. We'll hey, see. man, huh? thank y'all for tuning in. Everybody, thank you. hit up the Blackwash uh, page, uh, cycling on yes. IG. Please subscribe on the YouTube channel, all of that. Yes. Uh, subscribe, follow, and like everywhere yes. we are. Everywhere. Please do. Yeah. We got you. Yeah. More watch. More watch. Peace.